Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to Relevance for today. Got a special message today. I just preached at an amazing church up north in Fort Kent, Maine, and I want to share this message with you this week. It's powerful. It's about kingdom drafted, folks. Time for the new journey. Let's get going. Okay, folks. Hey, listen, thanks for tuning in. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're keeping your mind straight, hoping you're staying focused. I put a post up the other day and basically what I said was, stay focused, love your neighbor, and remember who has the keys sitting on the throne in his pocket. Remember that, victory. The victory keys are in the robe of Jesus Christ, right? In his pocket. Okay, so we're going to jump right in. So this one is encouragement is to strengthen you all up. Uh, Barb and I were blessed this weekend with being able to go up and minister to a church up in Fort Kent, Maine. Pastors Matt and Amy Carpenter and their amazing congregation. We had a blessed time, two services back to back. Many people were ministered to. Barb stepped up to the plate and the Holy Spirit used her as well to minister to people. It was such a blessing to be in the house of the Lord and being around family. So tremendous blessings. Shout out to you folks. And uh, it was really nice. Agape Christian Fellowship, Fort Kent, Maine. Hey, God bless you guys. We're going to jump right in. Okay, so this one is the actual sermon that I preached up there. And it's a very important one. Um, I've shared a few things before on some of my messages that are actually in this one. But this one is centered around the folks that know they have a calling on their life from the Lord, the giftings from the Holy Spirit. We need to get out there and use those gifts now. It's time. It's also Veterans Day today, so shout out to all the military folks, as well as the families of those who have passed on as well, those who are still serving. And remember, the red flag, R-E-D, stands for Remembering Everyone Deployed. Stay safe out there. Love all of you. Thanks for serving, all the branches serving, and even all around the world, Remembrance Day and so forth. Okay, we're going to jump right in. So... This one is titled Kingdom Drafted, The Journey Begins. And I'm going to start opening this right up with 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 11. It's in the New King James Version. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all, But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as He wills. And I want you to focus on verse 7 again. In the New Living Translation, it states, A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. Okay? 
not only inside the church building, but also more importantly, outside ministering to people outside, whether it's prophesying and speaking in the Holy Spirit gives you a word to give to someone and you speak into that person's life. And I know some of you listening to this, you may not believe in some of these things, but this is right here in the word of God. And I'm teaching it from the word of God. You heard it from the word of God and it is in the new Testament and it is past Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It's past the book of acts. This is in first Corinthians. So that's what the word says when apostle Paul was writing it. So those spiritual gifts, um, I've got the list of 25 right here. I made nice little bookmarks for all the members of the church there, the family of the church. And those are, you've got the fivefold ministry, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, then you have word of wisdom, word of knowledge, faith, gifts of healing, working of miracles, discerning of spirits, tongues, interpretation of tongues, helps, administration, ministry service, encouragement, giving, leadership, mercy, grace, willingness to face martyrdom, intercession, hospitality, and celibacy. So. The reason why I'm bringing up these gifts is because we're in a new season. If you haven't figured it out, the world is changing fast. We're in a new season. We need to get focused. Some of you listening to this video or listening to this podcast period, some of you listening right now in your cars or wherever you're at, listening to the voice, some of you right now listening or watching this video, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The Lord has put a gift on you, in you. Sometimes it's more than one gift. I know Barb and I operated in more than one gift this weekend when we were ministering to people. There were times I had a word of wisdom or a word of knowledge for someone. There was times Barb and I spoke prophetically over people. And it, it wasn't just something thrown out of the air because later on when we spent time with the pastors, they verified some things that the Holy Spirit gave us, which gave us confirmation that what we were speaking through the Holy Spirit was accurate. And that's important, getting that confirmation. So the thing is, there's some of you out there right now, you know you have giftings, you don't know where to begin, you're at the starting line, but you just can't figure things out. There may be someone who's not able to instruct you, and you're really needing to know more about it. And if you're in those shoes, make sure you leave me a note, write a comment, get in touch with me. You can reach me, I'll put my email address up here, Stephen Lewis RFT at hotmail.com. And I don't claim to know everything, but I know some spirit filled men and women who we can guide you in the right direction. It's all about linking and networking and connecting. So new season, like I said, 2020 year vision opened up a lot of people's eyes. In fact, a brother of mine, Ken Portress said the Holy Spirit also showed him it was a year of division. Satan's dividing, as you all know, and he's good at math. So the question I want to ask you folks is, with your giftings, with these callings on your life, how long must we wait? How long must we wait before we step in and do what God's called us to do? This is very important. Think about it. If you've been to college before, you can get a bachelor's degree in 130 to 140 class hours. And as soon as you graduate, you step out and you go look for a job, right? So why is it as Christians will sit 
in a church, will sit in Bible studies and things like that for years. I mean, for an example, 10 years of going to church and you may put in a thousand hours of Bible study time, sitting in classes, sitting in church, listening to the pastor speak, listening to different people speak. But what are we doing with that? Why are we wasting so many hours of listening to God's word and not stepping out in what God has called us to do? Really important. I want you to think about that personally. I don't want you to get on the defense. Think about that for you personally, because remember, at the end of the day, you will be standing alone with the Lord answering. So it's on you. Think about yourself when I'm telling you this. And also keep in mind, the disciples were with Jesus for less than three and a half years when Jesus was on this earth, walking and teaching with the disciples. And then when he went to be with the father, they were told to wait in the upper room. They went, they waited in the upper room, baptism of the Holy Spirit came down, and then they got out of the upper room. And Peter preached an amazing message by the power of the Holy Spirit. 3,000 were saved that day. But can you imagine if they didn't get out of the upper room? Where would we be today? Right? Think about it. If they never got out of the upper room, where would we be today? They got out, put feet to faith, and stepped out and did what God called them to do. And that's what we need right now, folks. This is more of a let's get up and go, folks. This is a get up and go podcast. It's time to rock and roll. It's time to get out here and be a light wherever, whatever that looks like. Okay, so I'm going to continue on. So first of all, I want to bring you, bring to your attention, Joseph character in the Bible. The reason why I'm bringing up Joseph is because Joseph, even though he went through hell, he still used his gifts and did what God called him to do. And that's very important because right now we've got everything going on in the world right now. We've got COVID craziness. We've got division all around the world. We've got all these things. The enemy is on the prowl. He's trying to steal, kill, and destroy. And if you haven't recognized it yet, please Pray and open your eyes up because the enemy is on the prowl. If once you recognize it's the enemy, it makes it a lot easier to get back in your word and focus on what God wants you to do. So we're going to look at Joseph because as you all know, Joseph starts in Genesis. Genesis 37, 38 starts talking about Joseph. In fact, Joseph was the favorite as you all know, as you read the story, Joseph was the favorite of his father, and he made him a coat of many colors. His brothers were jealous. Eventually, he went to check on them, and the brothers threw him in a cistern. We're going to kill him. But one of the brothers decided to step up to the plate. They ended up selling them to the Ishmaelites. Okay? Can you imagine being sold by a family member? Period. And I won't harp on that too much. I do have a Bible study on Joseph. You'll have to listen to it sometime. But your own family members want to kill you. They sell you as a slave. So now you're a slave. Then you go to Egypt and they sell you to Potiphar. And now you're in his house as a slave. But there's good news. So even though he was sold as a slave, it says in Genesis 39 two, the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a successful man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. So even though Joseph, at age 17, was sold into slavery by his own brothers, was turned into a slave, was missing his family, 
God was still with him and made him successful as a slave. But sadly, the enemy likes to get in there. And Potiphar's wife wanted to sleep with Joseph. The end result was Joseph fleed the scene. He fleed away from sexual sin, thank God. And she still accused him of sexual assault because she had his clothing because she pulled it away from him, as you can read in the story. So the next thing you know, he gets falsely accused of sexual assault. They send him to prison. So once again, more tribulations, more twists and winds in his story where he was given a dream years and years ago that he was going to be ruling over his own family. They were going to bow down before him. And now look at him. He's been falsely accused. Now he's thrown in jail. So it's one thing after another, just like in today's day and age, one thing after another. Don't watch the news, people. It'll just have you a mess. So Joseph now is in jail. What more could possibly happen to him? History, all that stuff going on, people trying to kill him, being sold as a slave. Now he's in jail. But guess what? It says right here in Genesis 39, 21. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy, and he gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And that's Genesis 39, 21. I'm going to continue on, 22 and 23. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners who were in the prison. Whatever they did there, it was his doing. The keeper of the prison did not look into anything that was under Joseph's authority, because the Lord was with him, and whatever he did, the Lord made prosper. Joseph is in jail. Then he's in charge of the place. That could only be God. So once again, even though he was in a mess, God was with him. God gave him favor with all the people there, with the leader there. He ended up being charged of the prison. So once again, here he is, trials and tribulations being blessed. Keep that in mind because I want you to focus on Joseph and focus on your life when you can compare the two. So God gives Joseph the ability to interpret dreams. So, of course, as you read it, and I won't get into too much detail, but as you read it, you'll find out that the chief cupbearer, as well as the chief baker, both had dreams. Joseph interprets them. One of them's a good dream, one's a bad dream, but bottom line is, even though Joseph was in a mess, he still used his gifts. Remember that. Very important. Then he begged the cupbearer when he was restored to his job again, if he would remember. And sadly, he forgot about Joseph for two years, but Pharaoh didn't have a dream until another two years. So it's all in God's timing. The dream comes up for Pharaoh. Joseph gets called out. So now he's gone from being in prison to, hey, we need to get this Joseph guy up here and translate this dream and use his gifts. This is all about the gifts, folks. It's what I'm getting at. So here's where we go from there, because you need to hear this, the restoration of Joseph. And this took place over 13 years. His brothers sold him, threw him in a cistern, sold him when he was age 17. So it says in Genesis 41, 37 through 44, and this is after Joseph interprets Pharaoh's dream, there's good news. So the advice was good in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of all his servants. And Pharaoh said to his servants, can we find such a one as this, a man in whom is the spirit of God? Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, inasmuch as God has shown you all this, 
There is no one as discerning and wise as you. You shall be over my house, and all my people shall be ruled according to your word. Only in regard to the throne will I be greater than you. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took his signet ring off his hand and put it on Joseph's hand, and he clothed him in garments of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck, and he had him ride in the second chariot, which he had, and they cried out before him, Bow the knee. So he set him over all the land. Pharaoh also said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh, and without your consent, no man may lift his hand or foot in the land of Egypt. Praise God. So, once again, Joseph was restored. At age 30, his ministry really started. That's when he was blessed by Pharaoh. Joseph lost his coat of many colors when he was younger. God restored not only those clothing, he ended up with the finest linen in Egypt and a gold necklace and royalty and leadership. He was faithful to God. God was with him every step of the way, even in the muck and the mire. Right now, 2020, there's a lot of muck and mire. There's a lot of craziness. There's a lot of junk. But we need to brush ourselves off and step up to the plate and be the men and women of God that he has called us to be. What is your giftings? His was to interpret those dreams because God gifted him with that ability. And then he restored him. Now he's a leader. Now he is running Egypt. That's powerful. What has God given you as a gift for you right where you're at? Whether it's using it in your home to raise your children, whether it's reaching the neighborhood, reaching the neighbor, whether it's this gift of me teaching you through online and so forth. Okay. So the reason why I wanted to share about these gifts is because something very important. There's a passage of scripture that you all need to remember and you need to focus on. And that's in Matthew 25, 14 through 30. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his own ability. Immediately he went on a journey. Then he who had received five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents. And likewise, he who had received two gained two more also. But he who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid the Lord's money after a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. He also who had received two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter in the joy of your Lord. Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. 
and I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. But his Lord answered and said to him, You wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gathered where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers, and at my coming I would have received back my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. For to everyone who has more will be given, and he will have an abundance. But from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away, and cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So there you have it right there. So in that story, you can replace those talents with our gifts. Okay? What gifts have you been given? What gifts have you been using? Because the more you use those gifts, especially in public, to help other people. When I say in public, I'm not saying you're standing in the middle of the square preaching, but going out and showing compassion, giving a word of knowledge to someone when they really need it the most. You know, um, hospitality, preaching, teaching, all these different things to people who are lost and hurting and suffering. You know, giving a prophetic word to an individual who has no idea which route to turn, as well as, you know, inside the church as well. Because remember, those gifts are for the benefit of all. The gifts aren't given to us for us to use just for ourselves and stand in front of a mirror, right? Those gifts are given to us by the Holy Spirit for us to go out and use them. You know, the fivefold ministry the apostle, the prophet, the teacher, the pastor, the evangelist is for the equipping of the saints to build up the church. Everybody gets trained up just like the three and a half years with the disciples. And then you go out and you do what you need to do. You walk in your calling, you get together with others and you iron sharpen iron and you learn from others and train. And then you can go out and it continues on and on. It's just like back in the day doing Amway. You know, the old saying, you'd go out and you'd get one, and then they'd go out and get one, and then you'd have two. And then you keep just going, 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 going. Could you imagine that? A spiritual pyramid effect where there's no money involved and it's just out sharing the good news, training people up, discipleship, and people really learn what their calling is and what their gifts are and so forth. So very important. So I just want to share that and also share a story with you. Um, for example, I did a Bible study one year and I took a bunch of these wristbands and I'd wrap them up in wrapping paper. And then I took them in in a basket and gave everybody one in the Bible study. Well, as soon as they received them, they started unwrapping them. It was like Christmas morning. They're just ripping the packages open, you know, and then all of a sudden, boom, they did it. They took their wristbands, they put them on, they were looking, oh man, that matches my shirt. That's nice. You know, and they were checking them out and I was sitting back smiling, watching them. And it was such a blessing that the Holy Spirit guided me and gave me that idea because it taught me something as well. Because as soon as everybody had everybody's attention, they've got their things unwrapped and they were wearing them. I said, do you know what you guys just did? And they're like, what? We just opened up our stuff and, and put them on. And I said, yeah, I said, you opened up your gift and you used your gift immediately. And I said, why is it we do that? We'll open up a gift from somebody and use it. If we don't know how to use it, we'll get the instructions and figure it out. But when our heavenly father blesses us with a gift from the Holy Spirit, 
we push it aside, we ignore it, we might unwrap it and see, ooh, I'm, I'm supposed to be walking in the gift of discernment, or I'm supposed to, the Holy Spirit gave me this word to give a person, but I, I don't want to give that because I'm too afraid. What if I'm not right? And we push those gifts aside. Why is it? You know, and when our Heavenly Father blesses us with a gift, we need to learn about it. We need to practice. We need to train. We need to go to someone and say, I'm not sure what my gifting is, but I know things about people for some odd reason. And I can sit back and say, that person's going to be this, 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 and this, possibly be the gift of prophecy. So then you learn about that gift and you get out and you use that gift so that the body of Christ can be encouraged and strengthened and guided and so forth and getting out there and evangelizing and all those different things. There's just so many things, folks. So keep that in mind. I wanted to share that with you, you know, with the bracelet story and so forth. But I found this online that was really neat. And here's what it says. As servants of Christ, we are called to be productive. All of our health, money, time, and abilities have come from him, and we are tasked with putting them to use to benefit the kingdom. A time is coming when the master will return to settle accounts, and then it will be too late. It's not enough to say, I didn't waste what you gave me, Lord. We want to demonstrate how we have used the gifts and abilities we have been given to benefit the kingdom. God desires that we be risk takers who share his commitment. That's how we'll enter into the happiness of the master. So today I want to ask you some questions. What has God called you to do? Number one. What spiritual gifts have been deposited in you? What's holding you back? Have you forgotten who you are? Are you looking at your circumstances in the physical realm instead of the spiritual realm? And are you looking at life through your own eyes instead of the Holy Spirit's? Very important, folks. And so I want you to consider these questions. I want you to pray about it for the next week. Uh, the church where I preached this message, I told them to pray about it for a week, sit down, make a list. And I encouraged them to go and sit down with their pastors and ask them some questions, you know, help them find out what their giftings are. And if you're unsure and you want to write me, that's fine too. And uh, like I said, I'll point you in the right direction. I know some great ministers who definitely know what they're talking about when it comes to giftings, and they know some people can network and connect you and uh, help you grow from there. So the last thing I'm going to share is this. This, for all the track and field people, this is a baton. Okay, I'm holding a baton in my hand. So with this baton, in order when you're running a race, you need to take this baton, you run with it, and you pass it on to the next person, and they continue on the race. Now picture the apostles and the disciples of back in the day, and they all have batons in their hand. And some might say preach, some might say teach, some might say prophesy, some might say word of wisdom, some might say encouragement, some might say hospitality, you know, whatever it may be, whatever that gifting might be. And they're holding that baton out and they're running as fast as they can. They're running, they're winning the race. And then they go to hand that off to you and you don't even take it. 
Picture that being a gift, this baton being handed to you right now. Grab this baton and run with it and finish the race that God has called you to do. Okay, picture that in your mind. Running with the baton. You've got the evangelist baton. You're going, you're running, you're running, you're running. You go to pass it to the next person that has that evangelical call on their life, that evangelist call, and they drop the ball and they don't take it because they're afraid. This is very important, folks. Very important message. Thanks for hanging in there for as long as it was. But it's really important, really important that you step up to the plate, you grab that baton, you grab a hold of that gifting that God has given you, and you use it. We're coming into a new season. It's a new journey. And I want to go ahead and end with this. I'm going to share the journey with Jesus again. I shared it before in a podcast. I also did a live video on it, and it really touched people's lives. So I just want to share this again. So I want you to close your eyes. Close your eyes. Listen to my voice. You get a phone call. It's Jesus. He says to you, I want you to pack up all your past hurts, all your belongings, all your worldly plans that you have for your future. I want you to pack them all up in all your suitcases and luggage and bags. I'm coming to pick you up at 7 a.m. in the morning. Be ready. So you're freaking out. Jesus contacted you, and he's going to take you for a ride. You can't believe it. You couldn't sleep all night. Get up the next morning, and you, 7 a.m. rolls around, and there you are, busting out of the door. You've got all your bags. You've got a bag hanging around your neck. Just picture that. Bags hanging around your neck. You've got bags with wheels on them, and as you're pulling them, they're tipping sideways. You're just a hot mess, but you're excited because you're ready to see the Lord. So Jesus gets out, and he's staring at you. And you look at him and you start, you're just tearing up because this is the Lord. And you're coming up to the vehicle. And then a big 10-foot angel gets out of the back seat of this beautiful car. And he grabs your bags and you're just in awe. He takes all your bags and he goes around to the back and the back door is opened up. And it's a hatchback, so it opens up from the top. And so Jesus looks at you and he says, son, daughter, Go ahead and get in the passenger seat. So you're just amazed. You're wiping your eyes because you're tearing up so much love and compassion. So you climb in the passenger seat and you're sitting there and you're staring at Jesus and he smiles at you. And then you look in the back of the vehicle and you see the angel. He picks up your bags and he's about to put them in the vehicle. And just when he's about to put them in the vehicle, Jesus pulls off. And now you panic because you're thinking, that's all my stuff. That's all my past hurts. That's all my things. That's all my plans. And Jesus hits the button and the hatchback closes. And he puts his hand on your shoulder. And he says, son, daughter, it's okay. Where we're going, you won't need any of that. We're going on a new journey. It's time. It's time. And he puts a gift in your lap. And you just feel the love because now you've been drafted. The journey begins. So there, folks, I wanted to share that with you. And I just want you to remember also play that for someone else who may not have heard that before. 
But that was a vision the Holy Spirit gave me back in the end of 2019 as 2020 was rolling around. And uh, that just encouraged me a lot. And I want to make sure I encourage you as well with that. So I want to go ahead and pray. So Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this opportunity to share this message. I thank you for the opportunity to share this message with brothers and sisters in Christ all around the world, as well as those who don't know you, that they may know you one day. Heavenly Father, I thank you for Pastors Matt and Amy Carpenter for inviting me up to come speak. I thank you for how you used Barb and I this past weekend, as well as how you're using me right now to reach people all around the world, because I know that people's lives are being touched, and I thank you for that. Lord, I ask you to give people the strength that you break away the fear that people have from using their gifts for you, because it all comes from you. So, Heavenly Father, we pray for each individual listening to the sound of my voice and watching this video. Blessings on each and every individual and their families. And we just thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you for the blessings, Lord. And I just say all these things and pray all these things in the precious, mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. And I just thank you for these things. Amen. Okay, folks, there you have it. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging in there for the entire message because it is a real important message. Please share it with someone you may know. Really important. The whole idea is this. If we get trained up, if we step into our callings, if we learn how to use the gifts the Holy Spirit has given us for others and to be a blessing to others for the kingdom, God gets the glory and hey, more lives will be touched, more lives will be saved. Sound good? Hey, thanks for tuning in, folks. Make sure you share. Make sure you subscribe. Also, get over there to YouTube. I'm working on getting more people to subscribe on our YouTube channel at Stephen Lewis. Just look, type in Stephen Lewis, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-L-E-W-I-S, and then you might have to add relevance for today onto that. But go ahead and subscribe over there on YouTube. Hit the bell. That way you can be reminded of when I post my podcast. And you know what? Thank you all for tuning in. Hey, God bless you all. Love you all. Take care of yourselves. Peace. Use those gifts. <laughs>